0: Hello and welcome to Solo Travel with Darren. This is episode number four. And today I'm going to be talking about the English levels of Ukrainians and Russians. And as always, this information on this podcast is going to be the information that I did not find when I was planning my trip to Kiev, Ukraine and Moscow, Russia and So what I wanted to do is just to tell you the things that you can't find on any other podcast. Maybe you can find it on the 8th page of Google or something like that, but I couldn't find this information, and so I'm bringing it to you now. This podcast is sponsored by InternationalCupid.com. You can find the world's most legitimate dating site on my website at... Darren's travels.com. All right, let's get into it. So when you start looking to go into Ukraine, Kiev, Ukraine specifically, you may know that Ukrainians speak both Ukrainian and Russian. What was interesting, and I knew this from YouTube videos and things like that when I was looking to go into my trip, but what I didn't understand and what I lost the most sleep ab- over was whether or not I should learn or try to learn a little bit of Ukrainian or Russian. My inclination was, and what is right, is to learn Russian because there's a lot many more speakers, Russian speakers in the world than there is Ukrainian speakers. And so it's just a lot more useful. However, I did know that based on the conflicts that Ukraine had with Russia back in 2014, I think it was, that they're very prideful and that it would be respectful to speak Ukrainian when I was in Kiev. So I I did worry about that. But nevertheless, when I got there in the summer of 2018, I noticed that everybody spoke Russian. And so if you're planning to go to Kiev, Ukraine, just understand that people speak, they all speak Russian. Well, they all know Russian for sure. And I would say 80% of the people that um, were I, I interacted with uh, spoke Russian also. In fact, some of the girls that I met didn't even know Ukrainian. So that's my number one tip that you really can't find anywhere else on the Internet is um, Ukrainians in Kiev speak Russian almost exclusively. The other thing, and again, that's my tip. Another thing that you can maybe find on the Internet or YouTube that I did not find or one thing that surprised me, I should say, when I started traveling years ago is the lack of English around the world. There's a common misperception that everybody in the world knows English. Well, part of that is because English is the number one language in the world, and everything is done in English, and it's the language of business and all that, and therefore, almost every country that I've heard of, they teach English in school, some to a better extent than others, um, but... Even if they do speak, even if they do teach English in school, that does not mean that they know English. I equate it to um, Americans trying to learn Spanish in high school or French in high school or something like that, where you may know well enough to pass tests and, and get a decent grade, but that does not mean that you know the language. And that's pretty much how everybody you come across in Russia, Ukraine, Poland, uh, Czech, uh, even Stockholm, Sweden. The people who they take English their whole lives and they know uh, most of the people do not most. I'd say half the people know English in Sweden. But in Kiev, Ukraine and and Russia, I would say maybe 20 percent know English. Um, legitimately know English there's a, there's a there's obviously some people who know English who are deal with um, English for work and there's some English teachers or or Russian teachers who know English who teach American businessmen and all that stuff. They know English too but for the most part, your regular average um, Ukrainian does not know English and so when you get there and you start talking to somebody, they will tell you that they don't speak English. If you start talking to them in, in English, um, even the people you ask them, do you ask them, do you know English? Or do you know a little bit of English at best? They will say so, so, which means none at all. Um, they, it, again, they, if they say so, so that just means none, they could probably pass a test. They could probably do well in class, but in conversation, they don't know English. So, with that said, though, if you're in Kiev, Ukraine, it's your um, responsibility or what you should do is you should be um, trying to speak English. I mean, trying to speak Russian or, um, or and you can use Google Translate if you don't know you Google Translate. But use that also. That's that saved me in a lot of places. Um, but you really should be respectful and try to use a few words in um, Russian. And so, um, and that's anywhere, wherever you travel in the world, I mean, people will like you so much more if you try to say just a few words in in, in their native language, whether it's um, good day or hello or thank you or please or goodbye, anything like that. Part of it's because Americans have a reputation around the world as we think we are the best in the world, and therefore we don't have to try to adjust to other people's culture or understand their language and all that, and that's just a poor perception of Americans when you travel. So, as an American, you should try to dispel that myth. And again, you want to be—you don't want to be the stereotypical American. You want to be more of an ambassador for all the good um, of um, the good parts about being an American. So that's And again, maybe that's um, obvious, but I didn't I didn't as I started traveling to places, especially where they don't speak English at all. I mean, that's that comes into clear view. Um, now, what I did and like I said before, I started to learn um, Russian before I went to Kiev And that's, again, what I said earlier is that I went through all the the hard times of trying to learn it, but and I was wondering if I could even use it in Ukraine um, because they would speak Ukrainian. Now, I will say um, I did not and I have never been to... um, Lviv in the west of ukraine, which I hear that they only speak ukrainian and are almost offended when you speak russian So but again, I don't know and you can probably find that information on youtube or, or wherever Um and vice versa if you're going to kharkiv in the east. I understand that they speak mainly um Russian and i'm not sure they may not even take the ukrainian hryvnia for Currency, they may only take the Russian ruble. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But again, it's just totally different from the East and the West. But nevertheless, um, if you do want to learn um, Russian, I took the Pilsner Pimsler class. Um, I'll leave a link in the description, obviously, but it did help me um, to learn a little bit of Russian. I mean, I, I knew how to go into the shop and um, you know, ask them. You know, mojna, mojna Kofia pajalista I knew how to say Pajalista. I knew all the basic stuff. Um, what was hard? What was hard was when they would talk back to me um, because they would say a lot of stuff in slang. They would talk fast and all that, so I had a hard time understanding it. But after taking the Pilmsner course, I could figure out what I wanted to say and say it and pick up a few things here and there what's funny about when you're trying to learn a second, second, a second language is that uh, you'll be listening to somebody and you'll hear a word that you know you know and then you keep thinking keep racking your brain and literally four minutes later you figure out what they said four minutes ago and obviously it doesn't help you but it's just kind of funny that that's just part of trying to learn a second language is like you just pick up things here and there um, but anyways, if you're interested in learning Russian, take the Pilmsner class. I think it's Pilmsner 1, 123. Um again, I'll leave a link in the description, but it de- definitely helps. Um and then you'll find out if you're interested, you'll find out one of the uh the the hard wh- why Russian is considered one of the hardest languages for English speakers to learn. It's because and it's not because what you think, it's not because of the Cyrillic alphabet with a different letters and characters for um, Russian, for the Russian language. It's not that, because the Cyrillic alphabet is actually pretty easy to learn. There's really only about, I would say, well, there's about five to eight letters that are completely different from the English alphabet. And then there's another five or eight letters that are very, very close to, actually, there's some that look exactly like um, English letters but they say a different sound in um, in Russian for example the letter H in English has an N sound as in Nancy um, in Russian the letter P in English has a R sound in Russian so it gets kind of confusing but after a while you pick it up and it becomes not second nature but it becomes a lot easier so anyways the the cyrillic alphabet is not the hard part about russian what's hard about russian is the cases and if you start learning russian um seriously it won't it'll it'll be quick soon you'll realize that you'll hear about cases and what the cases are is that it's the ending on nouns and adjectives that basically mean what the the word does in the sentence In in English I guess we have a little bit of it but not like in Russian where there's like six cases and so like the word um book which is kaniga that can change depending on where it is in a sentence and so if it, you're just talking about the book is big you're going to just say um kaniga and that's it. If you say, I want the book, you have to say, Yahachu Kanigu. And so that the word changes every time in how it's put in a, into a sentence. But, anyways, that's the hardest part of Russian. And it, uh, there's people who've taken Russian for 10 years who still get confused by the cases. Another thing, I won't, and I won't get into this, but another thing that's hard about Russian is the verbs of motion. Um, again, just Google that and you'll see um, that's it, that's a problem for almost all Russian learners. So anyways, again, that's all in Pimsleur. If you want to learn Russian, um, Pimsleur is a great start. Um, I used it, like I said, back in early 2018, I guess it was. Um, and it it was very helpful. So I'll leave it at that. Uh, again, the number one tip that I have for going to Kiev, Ukraine is that the Ukrainians in Kiev anyway, understand Russian for sure. And you can speak Russian when you get there. Thank you for listening. And as always, check out my website. There's a core, there's a corresponding article to this. Um, I think it's whether Uh, people in Poland, Czech, and Ukraine all speak English. Um, I'll leave a link in the description for that article also. And if you have any questions, please leave them in the comments, and I'll be more than happy to respond to them and give give you some help. Once again, thank you for listening to Solo Travel with Darren, and I will talk to you soon.